It's good to be back up here. We're going to be in Psalm 23 again. So you can open your Bibles to Psalm 23. My mom's doing well. She actually likes where she's living right now. She's probably watching. Hey, Mom. Um, But, yeah, that was tough. Psalm 23. Here we go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. And this is our verse for the day. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, that is your promise to us. And so we accept it. We receive it. We want to live in it. Show us how to live in this life, in this world, right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Even though, even though, dot, dot, dot. Is anyone living in even though moments right now? Like, even though things aren't working out, even though the world seems crazy, even though, dot, dot, dot. See, we all have these moments. I've been going through some of them. (laughs) Um, They all look different. They all look different for everybody. They're not unique to any particular situation or station in life. They're never fun. But even though, dot, dot, dot. I see you, Cindy. I know. Even though. These moments are sacred. Even though they're not fun. These are the moments that define our faith. I lost my dad a long time ago, but I watched him for a long time, wasting away. And these moments define you. Um, I lost my sister. I've lost friendships, relationships that I thought would last a lifetime. I've watched churches split. I've watched just a lot of stuff. Pandemic, its impact on people, on the church, on me. Life is hard, right? But God is good, even though, 
we walk. Even though. Can you say it with me? Even though. Because we can't change it, right? We can't change any of the stuff that's happened. We can't change it. But even though. Dot, dot, dot. How we handle moments such as these give weight to your testimony. They, they give power to your story. Because if we don't handle them well, and we just crater in the weight of it, we don't have a story. These are the moments that give you a platform to speak into the lives of other people. Because your pain is not just your pain, it's your story. Even though, even though I walk, I walk, we keep moving. Even though I walk, we don't lay down, we keep moving. Sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is just keep walking. Just keep moving. Don't lay down in the midst of your pain. We can't lay down in the valley because he has green pastures for us. Just keep moving, even though I walk. Keep walking, people. Through the valley of the shadow of death. It's also translated deep darkness. Guys, I can't, I can't spiritualize this enough to make you think that your pain is not pain. The valley is a low point. It's the toughest times of your lives. But you know what? In the midst of the valley, of the shadow of death, there has to be a source of light. There is... There is light in the midst of the shadows. He's working, even in the hardest times. I will fear no evil. Do you know fear is a choice? Fear is a choice. It's a war against our faith. Worship is an act of defiance, really. And it's like you standing up in the midst of everything that's going on against you and saying, God, I believe you. I believe you. What are you afraid of today? Tell me. Come on. Tell me. What are you afraid of? Failure. Failure. What else? The future. Okay. Somebody else, come on. What are you afraid of? 
Somebody else. Come on. Drag it into the light, and it's not so scary. What are you afraid of? Somebody else? What are you afraid of? Not being able to yield to love. Come on. What are you afraid of? It's like a middle school Sunday school class. I can I can just wait. <laughs> Myself. Mm. Father, I pray against the fear that binds us. I pray against the fear that lies to us. I pray against all of that. You gave. You came to give us life and life to the full. And so that's my prayer over these people. Is that fear would not bind them. Fear would not define them. Fear is a liar. You are true and you are good. Bless these people with your goodness. And that's my prayer. Jesus' name. I believe this, people. As long as we keep battling and don't give up, you keep walking, even though I walk. Just don't give up. Know it. Cling to it. The faith that you have is enough. The light is still there, just above the clouds. It takes light to make shadows. Do you know that? I mean, you can't have shadows without a source of light. He is there. He is working, even though you walk. I will fear no evil. Some evil comes from outside. And just watch the news. You see this. It's everywhere. But some evil comes from inside us. In 1979, there was a movie. Some of you are not old enough to remember this, okay? But, okay, so in 1979, there was a movie called When a Stranger Calls. Anybody see this movie? How'd you see this movie? 1979. Okay, it's before, like, caller ID, before cell phones, before anything like that, okay? So it doesn't translate into today's world, okay? But in 1979, this was horrifying, okay? There was a babysitter, and she was getting phone calls from a stalker, okay? And the climax of the movie was the call is coming from inside the house. Do you remember this? Ugh. 
horrifying. There is an evil that comes from inside us. Okay? Jeremiah 17.9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Who can understand it? Guys, Psalm 23 says, I will fear no evil, even the evil that comes from within us. 1 John 3.20 says, For whenever our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart. And he knows everything. Guys, some of you beat yourself up so much that you're your own worst enemy. God understands you. He knows you. Every day of your life was written before one began. We don't have to fear the evil within us. Because he's bigger than that. We don't have to fear the evil that's outside because he's bigger than that. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Do you understand the fact that when you find yourself in a valley, you didn't wander there? He led you there. He leads us in passive righteousness. He leads us everywhere we go. So when you find yourself in one of those places, realize that he led you there. It's, it's a difficult truth to kind of get your head around because some people think good things come from God, bad things come from the devil. Good God, bad devil. Listen to this. He makes you lay down in green pastures. He leads you beside still waters. He leads you in paths of righteousness. But when you end up in the valley of the shadow of death, did he just go to sleep? Did he stop caring? He led you there for a purpose. Look at James 1, verses 2 through 4. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And steadfastness, when it has its full effect, makes you perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Guys, the hard times in our lives gives us a platform to say something. That means something. I mean, when you when you watch people suffer, it's not good, right? <laughs> Anybody watching somebody they love suffer? It's not fun. But it gives you a platform to say something that matters when the time is right. Can I tell you something if you're suffering right now? Proverbs 18.24 says this. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Hebrews 13.5. I will never leave you or forsake you. 
Matthew 28, 20, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. See, God promises not to leave you in the valley of the shadow of death or the valley of deep shadows, not just because you're part of the herd. You're not, not just because you're a part of his flock. Our, com- our connection goes deeper than that. <laughs> See, we don't have some superficial affiliation with the Good Shepherd. It's not superficial. Okay, so, example. Anybody drive a Jeep in this place? There you go. Okay. So what happens when you drive a Jeep and you meet somebody else driving a Jeep? It's a Jeep wave. Okay? It's always like two fingers. It's always up. It's like... Means nothing, okay? What about a motorcycle? Any motorcycle drivers here? Okay, so what do you do? Motorcycle is one finger down. You meet somebody, one finger down. Okay? Jeep, motorcycle. But what if you own a Jeep and you're not driving it? And you wave at someone in a Jeep? They're like, or a motorcycle, if you like see one and you go, it's ridiculous, right? It's superficial. Um, Some people, I think, see their relationship with God like that. It's like, like only if I'm like doing what I'm, driving what I'm supposed to drive or doing what I'm supposed to do, does God recognize me? That is not who you are. It's bigger than that. Look at 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. This is who you are, people. Listen to me. You hear me? Beloved. Beloved. Not guilty. Not in shame. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever knows God, because God is love. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And this is love that God made manifest among us. He sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we have loved, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. You know, the word love is in those verses 13 times. Thirteen times in four verses. Because we are beloved, we should love one another. Guys, even though, dot, 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 even though 
those times in your lives, make them bigger than yourself. Somehow find a way to love someone else in the midst of it so your pain's not wasted. It's not that complicated. Even though, dot, 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 love one another. Strive to love one another because he loved you first. And I really believe this. And this is hard, okay? Harvey family, this is hard. Everyone who's lost someone, this is hard. The greater extent that we try to make our even though moments bigger than us, the greater the possibility that none of our pain will be wasted. And someone, someone will gain from our pain. This was the part of the passage that uh, I kind of struggled with. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Anybody feel comforted by a rod? Like getting beat by something? <laughs> um, I kept asking God, okay, so how, how does this translate for us today? What are the rod and the staff for us today? Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. See, the rod is like this straight, like, pole thing that just kind of prods us back into line, right? The staff has a hook on it, okay? So it's, it's kind of curved, and so it kind of pulls you back, like you're going one way and something gets around your neck and pulls you back. The rod and the staff, they comfort me. What did Jesus call uh, the Holy Spirit? The Comforter. So in your life today, it's not so much a stick or a hook. It's the Holy Spirit living inside you that draws you back. See, the Word of God is the rod. It's what prods us back to where we're supposed to be. If, we, if, you, if you don't read the Bible, if you don't know the Bible, what's going to bring you back? The rod and the staff are the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, and you. Christian brothers and sisters that, that call you do you have a friend that tells you the truth no matter what? Do you? I mean, if you don't, ish, no matter what, the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, Christian brothers and sisters, that's what draws you back. Knowing these things, knowing that the Word of God is always there, knowing that you have people that love you. Guys, it's been a crappy couple of weeks for me. It really has. And I, I so appreciate you guys praying for me, texting me, 
Um, it's a gift. I can't imagine people who don't have people that love them and how they get through. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The Word of God, the Holy Spirit, and people who love you. Pray with me. Father, I, I pray that you would just comfort some people right now who are going through those even though moments. Even though they walk. Let them keep walking. Don't let them lay down. Show them that you are there with them. You are the source of light that's making the shadows. You're there. You're working, even though they might not see it. Even though they walk through the valley of the shadow of death. God, let them fear no evil. Fear is a liar. Let them stand in the truth. Because you are with them. You're with them. And your rod and your staff, they comfort them. God, your word, your spirit, brothers and sisters. God, you've given us all we need to make it through the valley. And I pray we would. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship together.